So the big question is this, how do voiceover artists like us who are looking to take our careers to the next level, but don't buy into the claims of needing expensive equipment and demos, start bringing in new clients? How do you follow a clear path to changing your voiceover side hustle into your full-time job and stick it to those that said you couldn't? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Earl Hall, and welcome to In the Booth with Earl Hall, the leading edge of voiceover. Hey, folks. Hey, we got a guest with us today. Everybody sees Will Stoff here with me today, voiceover artist extraordinaire. Um, Welcome, man. Welcome, Will. To the show. This hey, is- thank you, Earl. I appreciate you having time. me on here. It's been a while since we've chatted online. So yeah, this is yeah. your second time here um, on the show, the brand new show now in the booth with Earl Hall, the leading edge of voiceover. We had, you know, on the thread this morning, like starting at about 6 a.m., I think it was. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing about the experience you are now experiencing um, dealing with Fiverr um, and kind of trying to overcome some of those things. And that thread is just building and building and building with more and more content. And it's like, you know what, I we need to talk about this. You know, so yeah. um, I was so thankful when I reached out to you this morning, say, hey, why don't we come on and talk about this? You were available and agreeable um, to doing that. Why don't you... Bring us up to speed a little bit here because you're one of the folks and you're on the leading edge of this thing. And this is the whole reason why I'm talking about the leading edge. And I talked a little bit about this with Ben Wake this morning. Um, everybody, I think, has seen his booth by now um, yeah, from, the, from the live stream. I talked to him this morning before he did that. And I was like, hey, you need to go on and do a live stream. You need to show folks this thing. And um, And I was telling him and I'm telling you the same thing and many others that are watching this. All of us are on this leading edge right now. You know, we have looked to the folks that we may consider above us for a while now. And we're now on the leading edge. It's not going to be too long before everyone's looking to us the same way that we've looked to others. And I look at you as one of the folks on this leading edge with, in particular, the things that you've been able to accomplish and do on Fiverr have been simply amazing to me. But that thread this morning um, caused a lot of uh, a lot of traction and a, and a lot of interaction from the experience that you're having. Why don't you bring us up to speed a little bit here? What happened on Fiverr? Well, just out of the blue, I got a message uh, that said that you have a term of service warning against you. Mm-hmm. It was considered a general term of service uh, terms of service warning against you. It offered me no specifics. I had to contact um, one of their customer service reps and uh, go to their uh, contact us and fill out a form and find out what's going on. And they really didn't give me any information back. And then finally, I had one vague idea of one person that told me that uh, sharing buyer's information publicly is against the term of service. And it was really strange because I've been on Fiverr a long time. I've been on social media a long time. Um, You know, like you, I have gone through uh, tons of uh, YouTube videos of different voiceover artists, people that have have been on Fiverr, where they would publicly use uh, samples of their work 
uh, okay. whether that's videos, whether that's whether that's voice work um, as samples are even putting on their website. And I would I would gather to say that if you're putting a bunch of samples to, of work that you've already done, that you've already performed, most of this stuff is public. Right. Um, you know, it's it's not like, hey, this is an audio thing that I want nobody to know about. Usually they come mm-hmm. to me and they're spending money and they're 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 either putting this on television or radio or on their website so it's a public forum and in your the back of your mind the average per, average person with a brain in their head yeah. would think that uh yeah this is something that i want um you doing because it gives me more exposure too because you are highlighting my work here with what you're doing as you are as you are uh, demonstrating that but for somehow i got this message and it's i have i'm going to be honest with you and maybe i'm being too honest here is Go that ahead, i've gotten two, i have gotten two serious terms of service warnings before and it was oh, wow. dumb stuff that i've done the okay. first one that i did i just got angry at one buyer who was being a real jerk and, and i just kind of lost my cool and i deserve that one big time um the other one was something that i wasn't aware of and it was a nuanced thing and you know i i argued back and forth about getting this and then i was two and i i'm thinking to myself well maybe number three it's over you know, and so when I received this, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is my third one. I am doomed. They're going to kick me off this platform. There's there's talk about three is three strikes throughout. But apparently that's not the case. And, and for some reason, this is considered a general term of service warning. So okay. the you know, because a, a serious term of service warning will demote you automatically. And I've had that where I'm at level two, boom, you're at level one because of this term of service warrant. If you get wow. too many, you're going to get kicked off. Um, so, I mean, and that's, that's my own fault. And I, and I, I, you know, I have part of me, I'm a passionate guy. I've been at times in my life, I've been accused of being a hothead and I am, I, I am guilty yeah. as charged. <laughs> All right. I, I've been in, I've been in, you know, in my career in radio, I've been in a general manager's office with them throwing staplers at me and, you know, the, oh my God. just yelling back. And it, that just comes with it. And I'm finding out, hey, that's just part of, you know, that's part of your resume in radio, right? <laughs> but um, <laughs> so, but with that said, it just, I put this on the forum and, you know, and one of the uh, moderators who I've been in contact with quite a bit has said, you know, this could be something where it's either a competitor uh, playing a dirty trick on you or a, a real buyer. But usually buyers who don't want that, they contact you first and they're like, hey, listen, I don't want this public. I'll give you yeah. an example. I had a, I, I did a whole Trump impression with a app that's coming out and they, they didn't want it public. So they're like, hey, please don't, you know, put any of your sample work anywhere until this is public. So that is totally legit. Sure. Um, so it, it's the type of thing where, I, I believe that I've learned, and I, I think, you know, you have mentioned this before, is you've got to be ready and willing to pull out of these forums. And especially if, if it's become a, I mean, this has become the main source of my income. That should be a sign to me instead of saying, oh, keep going. It should be a sign to me that says, all right, you better start looking at other revenue sources, Mm-hmm. Um, especially your own, like you have mentioned before, your own brand, your own website. Um, you've got to create those engines. And, and, and like you have mentioned before, this has to be a supplemental thing. Um, it would be great if, you know, the, it was a supplemental thing of twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 a year. I'll go for that any day, but it, it can't be the main thing um, because of the nature of how these things are put together. You don't control it. Right. So, and it's, I, 
<clears throat> excuse me. I hate to see or would hate to see, and I have seen this before, where businesses are created on the backs of one client. Mm-hmm. One huge client that is paying them a bunch of money. And then you've got to ask yourself the question, what happens if that client goes out of business? I mean, I remember back during the days when I was running my engineering firm, you know, Harley Davidson was one of my major clients. Well, Harley Davidson closed. I mean, this is the home of Harley Davidson here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And back in about 2009, eight or nine, they shut down two of the three plants that they had. And so I lost revenue from that. And then you would hear horror stories from some of like suppliers, you know, of Harley saying that they had to go out of business because they couldn't sell enough of their product to Harley. So it's like, if you're using one source of income, let's just say Fiverr, Mm -hmm. obviously you've got to have the mindset to know that the people that you do work for on Fiverr are not your clients. They're Fiverr's mm-hmm. clients. Yep. You are a service provider. You are just someone that they allow to offer your services to their clients. And I think that's a big leap for people to make in their mind to really get that and understand that because it's uncomfortable to make to mm-hmm. come to that realization. It's a little bit disheartening, a little bit uncomfortable with that. But I think even like I said in the post, any of these freelance sites, Fiverr, Upwork, any of them, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes or behind the closed doors. They could close tomorrow. Right. They could decide to opt to close, go out of business, file bankruptcy or whatever, and be gone with no explanation or anything like that. We're talking about the internet, the World Wide Web. You can come and go as you please you know, with that, but we never know what's going on behind the scenes. And of course, I'm not uh, preaching doom and gloom here about Fiverr or anyone else, but the possibility is always there. And if you don't control your own client base, your own client base, then the threat is always there. You know, mm-hmm. now I encourage people to use things like Fiverr, to use things like Upwork and the other freelance sites like freelancer.com and Bodago and all these other sites, sucks, even voices.com for Christ's sake. But they're not ours. It's just like Facebook. Facebook is not our platform. It's not yours. You're just allowed to use it for free, thank God. But it's not yours. And people build businesses on the backs of these platforms without having anything set up so that they can just do this on their own. Right, right. You know, and it's it's interesting, Earl, because I know that you've been preaching this, and I actually have been preaching this too, um, about using your own platform, but now I'm really living it because something mm-hmm. is really hot with me right now with Fiverr, and then all of a sudden the natural inclination is just to go all in, put your chips all in on the board, yeah. right? Um, and I think from my experience too, I, um, you know, before getting into voice work, I was doing a lot of, uh, internet marketing and learning about different things on the internet and whatnot. And there was one couple that is right now very, very, very successful. They made like a hundred thousand dollars in one month with what they're doing. And they're, they're really getting into the millionaires club very soon. 
uh, with what they're doing. But one of the things that I saw with them and a lot of their training, I'm not trying to promote them or anything like that. I'm just mm -hmm. giving you as an example sure. is that because uh, I work very closely with them, is that they would use different platforms with social media to get leads, to get uh, to uh, to get clients, to get orders, all those different things. And they would come up with a strategy. And I, they had an awesome Instagram strategy at one point in time where there was a lot of different ways that you can build the Instagram um, profiles and then you could you could really make them grow. And there was a couple of different uh, things that were being offered out there of, of certain apps that, that, that were that were being used all of a sudden out of the blue Instagram shut all that down. And that's all it's part of Facebook as well. So that that avenue was gone with them, but they always kept in their mind. They always kept saying, this is, you have got to build your platform. It has to be your website. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, what really matters is who's on your email list. Okay. Who, who have you, who have, who have you gotten that, that is yours, that is your clients that, that you're going nowhere with. And I, I'll give you another example that's close to home. You know, my sister, uh, probably about 10 years ago, um, she's gone through different phases with this, but um, she was selling children's clothes on a on her fan page and she was making about 100 grand a year. But now the thing is, is that so much has changed the in that algorithm. period of time with fan pages. Now, if you really want to do business on your fan page, you better be doing Facebook ads because that's that's where Facebook is is pushing it. It's like, you know, you're not going to get all this traction and love, yeah. um, you know, unless you're unless you're buying the Facebook ads. So a lot of this stuff moves and shifts and the ground can shift at any given it moment. So, you know, you know, you know, like the Bible verse, you know, build your house upon a rock. Don't build it on the sand. And I'm telling you, these platforms can be great, but they are shifting sand and a storm's exactly. coming. So, And the thing about that is, is not to sit around and, and worry or complain about it because the one thing is right. always going to be constant. These things are going to change because you don't own them. They're not yours. Um, we have the ability to use them. Like I said, we're talking about Facebook. We have the ability to use that for free, but Mark Zuckerberg owns that. You know, he can make an algorithm change that will shut you down, you know, and make you play by different rules. And so, you know, I had this saying, you know, especially earlier in the year, you've got to play in the ecosystem that you're in and be willing mm -hmm. to live by the rules because you don't make them. You don't know when they're going to change. You have absolutely no warning they're going to change. They just change. Right. You absolutely. know, so absolutely. when you're in the process of developing a, a career in voiceover, sure, it's great to use these sites. I use these sites. I will always use these sites for as long as they're available with the understanding that it's not mine and I've got to play by their rules. Mm -hmm. You know, why do you think Fiverr makes it so that you can't contact the sellers off of Fiverr or the buyers off of Fiverr? Why do you think that it's, it's theirs? It's their client. They don't right. want you talking to their client without them knowing what's going on in the conversation. And imagine that in your own business, you don't want someone being able to do something in your own business that you don't want to have occur. Look at even talking about Facebook. And I talk about and you've seen people do like you saw Ben do a live stream. You saw the amazing live stream that Leela did the other day. You know, it's like I have say because it's my group. If you're going to do a live stream on my right. page, it's mine. These are my right. rules. And it's right. like if you don't want to abide by anyone rule, anyone's rules, you got to create your own stuff. Yeah. 
you got to go absolutely you know with that i see um andrea has a question um can you see the question will i don't let let me go to let me let me see if i can um it says so should we make our website more interactive is the question that she's talking about do you want to tackle that um Absolutely. Sure. Um, I, I think, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of this as charged. Maybe, you know, maybe you're the best person for this Earl, but I mean, you know, your, your website should be interactive active where you're, you're having, you know, you're having a capture page that they have to go somewhere. Um, they, they're able to uh, connect with you. Um, and, you know, and I was thinking about this uh, recently here is that, you know, I was seeing a um, comment in our, on on uh, on your group today about Facebook ads and I, Anthony Pika was having some um, some struggles trying to use use Facebook ads with uh, Fiverr um, and you know and I think the conclusion is is that you know instead of sending Facebook ads to a platform send it to your website mm-hmm. um, where they're able to. They're able to, uh, you know, they have a capture page, which you've taught yourself here, where mm-hmm. people actually go, they fill out information, uh, they get their questions answered, um, and you're able to create, you're able to create a, to create Oops, orders. I think we lost Will there for a minute. Let me just see if I can't get him back. Um, I, see I know this is kind of funky here. Let me just see if I can do something about this on my end. But anyway, I'll finish answering the question for Will here. Um in regards to the whole thing about being more interactive, the question that Andrea asked with that is that your website is interactive. Most people just don't use it in that manner. They don't use it in an interactive manner. And this is what I mean by that. Will touched on having landing pages there that are specific to um, a specific genre that you're trying to attract. Our general websites for voiceover are mostly general. They talk about everything it is that we can do, whereas a landing page is going to talk about something specific. You're going to have a specific landing page for if you do e-learning. You're going to have a specific landing page if you do characters. And those landing pages are going to speak only to that genre, whereas your main website which all of us obviously should have is going to ha- is going to be general, but you want to make sure that people can contact you from that in order to do business with you. That's the only interaction that I see is needed on a website, your email address, your phone number. And if you have some sort of contact information, as far as a form for people to fill out, that's the interactive. So now how do you make it more interactive? You've got to put yourself out there more. You've got to post on social media. You've got to run ads on whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram. Some of these things, you've got to be driving traffic to something that people want to interact with. That's the thing with that. Um, I'm not sure what happened with Will, but that's okay. Um, He'll probably try and come back in. Will, if you can hear me, just go ahead and uh, disconnect and reconnect. And we'll go from there. Um, this happens, this happens to me every time I do a live stream on my own. Yeah. He just disconnected. So he's going to connect back in, um, with that. But, um, so we've got another question here from Thomas chat is, um, is on option on your web. Yes. Chat is an option on your website, but let me tell you what happens with that. I had chat on, um, 
my website for Steps to Voiceover Success, which I took off. Uh, <laughs> the reason being, I was getting too many um, requests by having that available. I don't think that most of you would fall into the category of having too much there. But also, if you've got chat on your website, you need to be available to be able to answer those chats when they come in. Because if you're not there when they come in, it's going to turn into a problem for people and they're going to see you as unresponsive. They're going to see you as maybe not even professional because you're not answering their question um, with that. Uh, another question here, uh, should the landing page be part of the main website or basically a one-page website? You want the landing page. Thanks for that question, um, James. You want your landing page as a part of your website. Now, what is, let me further explain that. A landing page is just that. It's a place where people land because they're clicking on an ad or a post that you've made on social media, directing them specifically to, like I was saying before, a specific type of voiceover. The landing page is not one of the links on your website. It's a part of your website, but it's whateveryourwebsite.com slash something. That's a landing page. You don't have to have that visible. And you many, in most cases, you don't want it visible or clickable on your main website. You just want it there to um, be able to, okay, we got Will back here <laughs> coming back in. So, hey, Will, you're back, buddy. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey, it happens to me too. So don't even worry about, <laughs> about it with that. All right. Yeah. So, but I was answering, um, I finished answering the question that um, Andrea had. And then Will, uh, excuse me, Tom came in with a question as well. And also James that I answered about, you know, landing pages and making your website, you know, more interactive. Are there any ideas that you have, Will, in regards to that question about interactivity? Um, you know, people talked about one of the questions I think Will asked about was like having chat on your website. And what I said was, is that you probably don't want a chat feature on your website unless you're there to answer it immediately. Because if you have that feature and you don't answer it immediately, it's not going to look very good to you or good for you. Right. Right. You know. Well, I, I think, um, you know, putting capture pages on your, on your website is important. I haven't done any so far here for voice work and I know exactly where I'm at and what I need to do. Um, and I, I think if I can, uh, you know, maybe get an admonition um, to people uh, when it comes to this is that if you find yourself like me, I think my trap has been that I get an, on a platform, it becomes successful, and I continue, you know, spending more time trying to trying to get orders from that platform mm -hmm. versus uh, going back, taking a break from that, and then building your website correctly, uh, getting your funnel pages uh, done correctly. And I think that's a big wake up call to me. And I think after this, this is going to be. Um, for me is that, you know, this is going to, this needs to be a central important part mm -hmm. uh, of what I'm doing. I need, I need to, I have a website that I'm using that I'm getting great connections with my email campaign with, and I've gotten a couple of orders uh, from some folks doing it that way, which, which you've have taught before Earl. Um, but the challenge for me is, is to, if you find yourself immersed in getting busy, uh, just, just remember that this platform is not permanent and it can go away. Mm -hmm. So, you know, be disciplined and, 
pause that for a while and go back and do some fundamental things that you need to do. Um, and I'm the, you know, I'm the typical radio personality, which is usually, and my wife can attest to this, totally scatterbrained, you know, or get the, get a lot of creative juices flowing, but you know, I'll lose my keys, my wallet five, six, seven, eight, nine times a day. I'm not the detailed person that I need to be, but that's going to, but I know deep down inside, um, I can be. So I, I have to go back and I have to do some of those essential things to, to make that work correctly. So it becomes what I'm building is I'm not building Fiverr. I'm building my own. And I, yeah, one of the things I did, I want to slow ahead, you down right there. I want to slow you down because that was key. What you just said, right? You don't want to build Fiverr. You want to build your own. That was a key right. statement that you just made right there. And that right. I think people need to really pay attention to. And the thing is what you focus in on and what you concentrate in on grows. You've seen that with the success of what you've done on Fiverr. You focused in, it grew. So that should tell you that that always translates to whatever. If you right. focus in on something, that is the thing that's going to grow. It's part of the reason why I tell people when they're trying to employ strategies and marketing tactics and things of that nature, don't be the scatterbrain like we can be. You right. want to pick a strategy, work it for three to six months and evaluate it. Now, some people don't have that level of patience. I'm one of them. That is not the most patient person in the world uh, <laughs> with having mm -hmm. to, you know, waiting for things to happen. I can test to that. But I also know that if I focus in on something for three to six months, it's going to work. Right. And if I make my, you were talking about the Bible earlier, the Bible has this thing that says, make your eye single. And when, what that means is when it, you focus, have a singular goal, a singular thing to punch in on or to concentrate and focus in on and do that and watch that thing grow because it will. So right. I'm sorry, because I, I had cut you off right there. No, you're you good. Such, you're good. You made such a key statement. I wanted to make sure that people heard that. Right. And, you know, and here's here's the interesting thing, too, is that and this is this is a theme that I have seen over and over and over again. If you do a little bit of investigation and you get online and, and, and research some people, the, the top rated sellers, the ones that are killing it, the ones that are showing up um, in Business Insider magazine and are, are, are in USA Today articles because they're making all this money, they're not spending all their time on Fiverr either. That actually, they're, the, the, the footprint that they're making is a huge footprint. But you look them up. They have a website. They have capture pages. Yeah. They 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 have built it. They have built it. And the fact that they're top rated sellers um, is because they have built that firm foundation. It's not because they spend all their time on Fiverr. You know, it's because they <laughs> built the foundation and they're reaping the rewards of that um, is is key. And that's and I think that's that's worth noting if, if you ever get yourself caught up in on one platform. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm seeing if, if, uh, let's see, Ruth has a question. Uh, good morning. So build my own platform is the platform, the same as the website, specific landing pages and contact info. Is this in relationship to branding? Yes, that is when I, we're talking about branding yourself or building your own platform. Um, Ruth, and thanks for the question. We're talking about your website. We're talking about your social media presence. We're talking about your YouTube channel or your blog or your podcast that you do. Build your brand um, mm -hmm. specifically. Well, you've you are 
and I'm going back to this whole thing I was talking about earlier about being on the leading edge of this whole thing in voiceover. And that's why I call my show, you know, in the booth with Earl Hall, the leading edge of voiceover is because this is all leading edge information. This is all stuff that people need to understand and know. And it's stuff that the folks that are quote unquote above us aren't talking about. They're not mm-hmm. talking about Absolutely. this in the same manner as what you are talking about. It. You are the resident expert at this point in our group, Steps to Voiceover Success for Fiverr. And I will call you that probably forever. Okay, appreciate that. <laughs> you know, you do an amazing live stream. Do you do your live stream every day? I, I try to. Some days I can't. Um, but most of my, my goal is to try to do it every single morning, usually around um, 9 a.m. I think ever since I got my studio finally built in my home, mm-hmm. um, it's actually become more and more of a priority because okay. I think I think one of the things that I, I, I think that you have taught me here, Earl, is that, um, you know, there's certain steps that you must do. The first step that you uh, when I first found you on YouTube. Um, was you got to build your own website. You can't fool around. You can't be sending out little emails. They're not going to take you seriously. And so I I put everything aside and I built it. And I put mm-hmm. it together. Um, the next step was your email campaign. I did that. Um, I, I put that together. Um, and the next step, uh, which was more importantly, I can't be I can't be uh, you know using the radio station time, uh, <laughs> which they probably don't care. They're they're actually very cool about it. But at the same uh-huh. time, for personally, I'd rather do all that at home. I don't want to be yeah. doing this at the radio station and having the corporate corporate bigwig come by one day and see me doing. Hey, what you up to? <laughs> Well, I'm doing a 200,000 word audio book right now. <laughs> what are you up to? Right? <laughs> so I had to get away. I, I totally had to get away from that. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, those are the, some of the things um, uh, that I have learned. I actually forgot your question. I think I, no, I, that's I okay. you, rabbit you, trail answered, you answered my question there. I think Andrea has um, another question coming up. She says, so how should um, we'll find the same success he's having on Fiverr? I think she meant to say, how should we all find the same success he's having on Fiverr on his own? Oh, oh, okay. Outside of Fiverr. So how do you have the same success on Fiverr as you do off of Fiverr? Here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at this question if you don't mind, Will. Okay, please do. Fiverr takes twenty percent of whatever you make. Oh yeah, and that's a good percentage to take. The reason it's a good percentage to take is because they're doing all the marketing, they're handling all the payments, they're they're doing all the stuff that I say sometimes people are scared to do on their own. The only way to have the same success as you have on Fiverr, off of Fiverr, is to firmly understand the marketing aspect of this game. To firmly understand what Fiverr is doing, which is marketing, using Facebook ads, using uh, Twitter ads, using LinkedIn ads, posting on social media, posting on things like LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and things of that nature, and also emailing people, getting in front of people. They're doing all the things for you in order to get those clients so that you can service those clients. When you understand marketing to the extent that you need to understand it and more than that, execute on it every day, you can have, I'm going to say this again, you can have the same level of success 
that that you would have on Fiverr, off of Fiverr, and more. I know this to be true. Will, take a stab at it. <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely believe that. I, I totally believe that. And um, I, I think the I, I think that one of the things that's very beneficial is that, like you said, Earl, is that they're doing all the marketing for you. But I, I think once you dive into a platform, you learn so much about that platform and mm-hmm. how they're they're you're they're getting traffic to you how do you go out and get that traffic and how do you how do you line up your your skills and ability um and and how to get in front of people i think that's the mm-hmm. key right there and i think after the success i've had it tells me is that i have what it takes all right yeah. i can i can yes. i can do this um and it's just a matter of getting in front of people and and Absolutely. how is that going to happen how are you going to get more eyeballs in in front of what you got with what people you know with what people want and that's Um, that's that brings up a question that tom has right now it's like there are some technical hurdles for some of this stuff what is the best source of information slash training google youtube specific sites tom the answer to your question is yes (laughs) (laughs) there's the voiceoversuccess.com right there's no short answer if it was everyone would be doing it it is the combination of all of those things that you just said you know, time and effort, time and effort. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I use the analogy. Sometimes you imagine how a diamond is made. It's made through pressure. It's made through pressure. That means you're going to have to go through some things. You're going to have to jump the hurdles. Like what you were talking about, the technical hurdles. If you've got technical hurdles, you've got to jump the hurdle. There's not a way around the hurdle. You've got to jump the hurdle. So you've got to develop your skills and muscles until you're able to jump the hurdle. It's just going to take some longer than others. That's basically mm-hmm how that works. Um, Bill says one of the advantages of freelance sites is they handle the financial end of things. Yep. Um, What are you using to do that for clients that come directly from your own website? Oh my gosh, Bill, um, there's this little site called PayPal. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You can literally send out invoices from and get people to pay you that way. Um, It's one of, I mean, I exclusively use uh, PayPal and also Stripe on the website for steps to voiceover success. If you've ever bought anything from that website, it's set up, you know, they've got it finagled and I've got it all set up to my accounts where you can either use your PayPal account or you can use a credit card. But those are things that are so easily done. Um, it's, it's ridiculously easy. And PayPal has really been a big source um, for taking revenue. Um, Mike is saying that I think a big reason for Fiverr success is the ease of access for clients and a pretty smooth process for purchasing. Our website should offer a similar easy process. Absolutely. It absolutely should. Um, let's see. Oh, gosh. Now the questions are coming in when I'm about to let Will go. Uh, <laughs> with that, let's see, Thomas. Wow, you guys are uh, wow, you guys are on fire. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for being here, buddy. Um, Carlos is saying, I've been following and consuming Earl's content daily for more than a year now. This is one of the most insightful episodes I've seen. Thanks. And I'm going to add on to that, Carlos. Thanks to Will Stoff for being here. Oh, sharing his expertise expertise with us. Now, one of the things I fully realize, Will, and again, I always give people the props that they're due, and I consider you an expert in this. That's why I'm not doing the show by myself. I consider (laughs) you to be a leading edge expert on this stuff, and there's no sense in me trying to to do something I, I talk about, and you know this about, I will talk about passionately what I know. That's what I talk passionately about. 
you're in the trenches on Fiverr. I'm not. That's why I wanted you on because you're one of the, you're on the leading edge of this stuff and you're helping a whole lot of people. And you can tell that not only by the thread that happened in our, in our group this morning, but also by the level of interest that is, that is in your own live stream that you do. Tell people how they can follow you and get you uh, and watch that live stream. Cause I'm going to let everyone know they need to watch that. They need All to right. watch if you, you If you go. guys like to, you can, you can friend me on Facebook if you want. And that is just Will Stoff. I usually do it out of my personal profile mm-hmm. uh, mostly. So if you guys want to do that, you can friend me on Facebook. I'm easy to find. Um, and, and that's where you can find me. If you go to my website, Stoff Solutions, um, all my social media is on there for you to connect with me as well. So, Okay. Awesome. Well, Will, thanks so much for being here with me today. This has been amazing for me, insightful for everyone that has and will watch. So. Thanks a lot, man. And I'll be following you as well. You know, I follow and I tune in every now and again when you're on live anyway. So you'll see more of that. Hey, I absolutely, we'll see more of you. Hey, absolutely. Uh, absolutely appreciate you having me on here, Earl. Have an awesome day. All right. Take care, guys. We'll see you soon.